All right, welcome into the Dartmouth Podcast. It's going to be me and Mad Max here recording. Mad Max and I and go over the Paul rankings again, um, updating from week 13. Uh, not much of a big recap or but how's it going, Mad Max? Greetings, hackers. Lovely Saturday evening. Coming to you hot off a of 5-0 5-pack. I hope you enjoyed that. Other than that, I'm just cooling. 351 giveaway is coming up tomorrow night at the conclusion of the Packer game. We're looking forward to giving away one lucky Darby supporter $351. But other than that, ain't nothing new. All right. That being said, I guess we can get into it right away. Um, with the power rankings, um, quick update on what we had, or a quick refresh on what we had in week. Going into week 13, I suppose, right? Going into week 13, um, I can do our poll rankings from 1 to 5. From 1 to 5, it was number 1, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Number 2, the Packers. And 3, the Arizona Cardinals. 4, the Buffalo Bills. And 5, the Kansas City Chiefs. Now, this is the power rankings um, agreed upon by Mad Max, Muffpun Scrawl. Uh, Rhino and myself. Uh, so now it's just going to be me and Mad Max going through this, but I feel like all of Darmy kind of shares the same opinions on this as well. Um, but ultimately, it's going to come down to us, Mad Max, so let's get into it, I guess. Um, number five, I guess I'm going to ask, who do you have at number five? At number five, last week it was the Chiefs, correct? Correct. All right, number five, I think I slide the Bills back one. I don't want to slide them outside of the top five because my opinion doesn't change a whole lot on them against what happened against a good Patriots team in really extraordinary conditions. I don't want to drop them outside of five, but I think the Chiefs probably did enough to jump over them. I don't know where I'll have them in my top four, but I think the Bills slide back one slot into the fifth. That's interesting. That's interesting because I actually did have the cheat, the Bills um, slide out uh, because I lost. I know what you said it was like a weird-ass weather game, whatever, but still it's kind of like, hey, you just got run. Like, Mac Jones threw three passes, man, and you got beat. This was supposed to be your division for the taking, and it looked that way after, like, through week seven at least, and then the, the Patriots went on a run. But, like... And it seems like it's just like, what do you call it, Groundhog's Day now with just the Patriots taking it over. I don't don't even know if I'm using that reference correctly, but uh, I have them outside the top five. Um, I guess we can circle back to that later at our five because I'm interested to see who you had at four. Um, My fifth team was the Chiefs, uh, just staying pat there at five. Uh, and the reasoning behind that for me at five is like they're eight and four. They had the second best record in the AFC. Um, the Patriots are the only other team with a better record, I believe. Um, which is just sort of like a default to me. Like she's having looked good in my like the Chiefs of the past in my eyes. Like, but still, it's like nobody wants to take over. Like the Chiefs said, hey, take this, like take the division. Chargers are like AFC. Somebody else show up for me, but they haven't done it. Nobody is taking advantage of what the Chiefs look like. So <laughs> they're slotting in a vibe right? But that being said, you can go to your four, and then we can sort of have a discussion on how we're going to sort out our power rankings. Yeah, yeah. Well, 
the Pats were the one team that I would have slide into into five if the Bills were to fall out, and I would only have them falling out to six, obviously. And I do have the Pats as my six right now, for whatever that's worth. And yes, the Pats did take care of them. And when I think of putting the Bills in the five slot, I think of it as more of, which is not in the spirit of the power rankings, is like a longevity play. I think the Pats are riding a little bit of a heater, and it won't carry on as the way it has. I mean, their running backs are dinged up. Their receiving options are limited. And I mean, they just won a game on our fourth power-ranked team, throwing it twice. Yeah, but, I mean, that's kind of how the power ranks is. Here and now. Yeah, yes. Uh-huh. So, I mean, I, in my eyes, it's kind of tough for, for me to say, like, you sell the Bills ahead of the Patriots, even though they lost on the field. Yeah, I did. I did, but I gotta go I go either way on that. All right. Well fair enough. Should we do that? Should we mm, but you got Chiefs fifth, so you got Pat's fourth, don't you know? Well anyway. Yes. <laughs> I do. I All do. right. All but right. you go to your fourth and we can like obviously change it up. Kay. Maybe the Chiefs going four, uh, out of whatever we have power ratings. What do you have for? Based off of that. All right, I got cards fourth this week. I know we had cards third. I dropped him out the fourth. Well, I have, see, I had the Cardinals state at three for me, but I'm gonna go into my fourth for the Patriots. I, well, kind of. We already covered the Patriots. They beat the Bills in a fucking ridiculous weather game. So I will stick with the Cardinals at three. They're ten and two. I tough for me to drop them at this point. Because they just went on the road, people were kind of questioning, like, hey, can this warm weather team go into the cold and, you know, show they're good? And they covered the spread easily. They dominated the Bears, uh, 33 to 22. The Bears, though. I know, but there was some, I mean, take care of business and cover. That was a word I was looking for, and I couldn't find one single word to say about what I was thinking about the Cardinals. It was, it really would have boiled down to was Bears. You know, I was think I was thinking about like Chase Edmonds coming off IR, and I was thinking about like Hopkins had another week of like game reps and full practices and whatever. What it really boils down to is Bears. Is Bears. I mean, yawn. Might as well just had a bye week. Yeah, I suppose, but I mean, I still have to give them credit because, like you said, now they have Hopkins coming. They just had Hopkins coming off injury. Murray was just coming off injury. Like I mentioned in the last podcast, I feel like I'm disrespecting that three. I'm still going to keep him at three because they were winning games with Colton Coy for like three straight weeks. Or he, he was two and one in those three weeks, I should say. And now Hopkins is back too. So I feel like juices the power rings a bit too. Or keeps him solidified at three in my eyes. Like I don't feel like we can, um, I don't feel like we can downgrade them for them for covering against the Bears, even though, like you said, the Bears <laughs> yeah. at this point is a bye week. Yeah. But <laughs> you have. So right now on your you had Cardinals at four, Pats at five. So I feel like you have Chiefs at three. Is that correct in my assumption? Yes, it is. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Like those are two. Those are the two. Those could end. The, I could see a future in which in four weeks we say those are teams one and two in the AFC. That's definitely. I can picture that. God damn. I don't know. No, I don't. I I feel you because like 
even in that game where they dominated them on the run, like the Bills kind of, they kind of just like, uh, they had that game to win, you know, weather aside, whatever, they missed some field goals, which yeah. of course it's field goals in that weather, but like the Bills had a good opportunity to kind of win that game. So I, could, I suppose you could say the Patriots had the weather with them or that helped them out better game plan, whatever that weather is better suited for them instead of Buffalo with them throwing the ball and having no running game. Um, so I guess we can keep them at five is what I'm thinking. And then the chiefs at four, even though the offenses look kind of suspect, it has been suspect. It doesn't look suspect. It is suspect right now. Um, with that, the, like, dude, the Chiefs' defense is crazy. It sounds this is what's carrying them right now. They had the Chiefs had that one game against Dallas where they looked right, and now they have a good matchup with the Raiders' defense to get right again. Yeah, yeah, at home too. Yeah, I suppose what it's looking like for us right now is, in terms of us agreeing on things, is Patriots five, Chiefs four, and then you had Cardinals four. I had. Cardinals three still, so that Cardinals would slot in at three. That's fair, I think. Cardinals slot in three. Yeah. yeah. You you can't have them outside three, really. I mean, you're certainly not going to drop them outside of five. Yeah. And, and I think our, our four and five are sound. Cardinals at three, for sure. For yeah. sure. You know who the top two teams are. Nothing changes from last week, though. We had Bucks at one mm-hmm. and Packers at two last week. I mean, it was the same thing. Some of us had them flipped out, but it was one and two, Buccaneers, Packers, and whatever where you had them. Consensus. We ended up putting Bucks at one. I don't think any anything changes here. Utah. No, yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't change for me, especially since you you can't like we had Bucks packs, Buck Buccaneers pack, um, <laughs> one two, um, respectively. Yeah. So. Yeah. The, the Packers, they had a bye week, so you can't jump. Yeah. And Buccaneers won, so yeah. that's the way it's going to be for us. Um, but a quick rundown now of the power rankings. I will go from 5 to 1 this time. So sliding in at 5, we have the Patriots. Uh, they don't jump the Chiefs. They just sort of slot in at 5. The Chiefs move up from our last week from 5 to 4. Cardinals stay at 3 with a win over the Bears. Um, Packers stay at two with the bye week, and the Buccaneers stay at one after beating the Falcons 30-17 and covering. Um, so those are the power rankings. Um, we can get into what we're going to do now in the pod is go through our five, Mad Max and I are going to go through our five picks for the Dart Me contest. Uh, before we get into our five picks for uh, Sunday, I guess a little bit of a recap what happened week 13. Um, just quick here because it's... Uh, Saturday, you already uh, I've heard all the recap, but standings wise, AK is sitting at 35, uh, Mad Max is second at 34, got my friend 32, BJ 31, and I am sitting at 29. So I'm six back. Um, gonna take two weeks at least to do that. I, I can't get a five and oh, and AK get an O and five and puke. I'll still be, I'll still be losing. So I still have a lot of work to do, but that being said, we can definitely make that up. Um, notes on week 13, though, I can say is that everybody had a winning week. Mad Max, Kirk 5-0. and So I'm going to give you props there. Boom. You were seeing the board well. You want to get into that or no? Yeah, I was seeing the board well. I mean, that was exceptionally well. I feel like even 
I was ten and four against the spread. Every week I pick a a team total. I picked the over under and I picked the spread every game at least. In some games I take two team totals if I feel really strongly about it. Ten and four against the spread. I was twenty six fourteen and two with all three plays for each of those games combined. Uh, I think it was my best week of the year. I might have contended something similar to that in like week five or so, but it's been a while. I've been floating right around five hundred, like one or two games of five hundred each of the last three weeks. Follow the picks on at Dartme2 on Twitter. It's always on there. A little, little pen and pad. We put pen to pat like it was 1969 around here. But that was a good week. And, yeah, 261, 227, and 7 on the season. We got to get another winning week. We got to close it out strong, right? It's impressive, by the way. Just picking every game and then walking away with a winning record. I mean, that that's impressive. Floating. <laughs> Um, yeah, so looking to continue our success as a group, I suppose. Um, everybody had a winning week. You know, you could say, like, oh, you guys went to chalk donkey, solid chalk hit, but hey, if, you know, whatever. Whatever. Yeah, it was, it was just a chalky one. <laughs> um, so we can get into our five that we're going to do for Sunday. Do you want to start us off or should I start us? I feel like it's a sticky week, too, so I don't feel great about my picks, but... We'll see how you feel. This is bad as I've felt about any week since, you know, week three-ish. I don't like this week. I really don't. Uh, I like I like teams such as the Bengals against the Niners. I think that's a stinky game. That's like a sneaky, eh, I don't know if I want to call it a... Mm, it might be a hold your nose. I don't really know quite yet, but I like the Bengals plus one and a half in some sort of fashion. I like the Bucks. The Bucks minus three and a half. I'm also on the Bucks minus three and a half. You like that one? I do, yeah. I, I don't know. The, the notes I have on the well, yeah, the notes I have on the Bucks game is I'm I'm going back to the chalk there. I don't know. And that's kind of the thing, like maybe I'm looking too much into the game that happened last week. Um, but this time the Bucks are. I I don't know. I'm just gonna keep riding the Bucks. Um, like to fuck's sake, I have them rated number one in the power rankings. Wh- whatever. I don't know if that means much, but and it's three and a half too over a field goal. I I don't know. It, it's just a chalky pick. Chalky pick for me. I just feel I have more confidence, I guess, in the Buccaneers and their weapons than um kind of the one dimensional Bills team, even though. The Buccaneers, like, there's no even sense in trying to run against them in their run defense because there's a pass funnel. So, I don't know. And maybe it's the angle of, like, if you like the Bills, it's a hungry dogs run faster type of angle because they're so desperate and they need to get back into things. But I'm still just going to take the Buccaneers at home here, minus three and a half. Yeah, at home. At home, that's a key caveat for me. They, yeah. They've lost three games this year, but at the Rams, at the Saints, at the football team, they haven't lost at home since who the hell knows when. It's been a hot minute, so yeah, I think that's a good play. Like you said, Bills pretty one dimensional, and Bucks ain't gonna give that up. So yes, Buccaneers minus three and a half. That's a a two for two consensus. Hacker Nation subscribed uh, wager, and going forward, I got Chargers minus nine. 
Oh, damn. It's a rough one. I really like the Giants' defense. The Giants have been my darling lately, and, you know, they got Glenn and a quarterback at best, so Saquon hasn't been able to get going. The receivers are super banged up. Maybe we got a good Galladay. Maybe we don't. But in any event, Chargers, get it going. You know, score 35 points. I know, you know, they're not going to have Keenan Allen, and that, that hurts them because he gets 15 balls thrown at him every game. Mm-hmm. They got enough... They got a good enough run game, and they still do have three functional receivers and a really gaggle of tight ends. So they should they should be able to put up points on the Giants, and Mike Glennon couldn't score in three weeks. Come on. So I do like the Chargers minus nine at home. This is, see, this is where we're going to differ. I'm on the opposite side of that game. Um, in CBS, I'm getting ten and a half there. Like, I yes, you said Glennon's in. I, I, I found that like a quick Google search like less than an hour ago that Glennon is going to be slotted in at quarterback instead of Jake Fromm, Jake Fromm State Farm, LOL. Um, But yeah, I'm going to take the Giants there. I don't know. (laughs) The Chargers, the one thing I, I I don't have much. This is a discussion game to me, especially taking the Giants here. Like they're not good. They're not good at all. We know this. Um, The one thing I'll say is the Chargers, they don't have a home field advantage, like one of the worst home field advantages if any advantage at all, um, because there's constantly other teams packing their stadiums more than the Chargers do themselves. I'm not saying like there's going to be a bunch of fucking G-men fans in the stands there, but oh. it's sort of my angle there is like how much <laughs> advantage, 10 and a half is a lot of points to me. Um, Chargers defense has been known to get gash on the ground. Now, I'm not, I don't know if that means Saquon has a little bit of success here or not, but Ten and a half, too many points for me. You're on the opposite side. Could definitely see that happening. You're at nine though. I'm doing the CBS ten and a half here. Uh, a touchdown and a field goal. So hoping that works out. That's right. Yeah. We both get in there. Nah, that is a stinky one. Like we kind of outlined, this week is full of games that you're right. As you said, you could see it going the way you're betting. You could also see it going the other way. Yeah. And, like, I didn't even mention, like, you, you had a great point, counterpoint to my side is, like, who the hell is going to catch the ball for the fucking Giants, dude? Like, <laughs> Galladay, you said Gall- maybe a Galladay? Like, dude, I don't oh, know. I'm a fan like, fantasy owner of Galladay. Like, he hasn't done anything. Darius Slayton's hurt, too. <laughs> dude, like, I don't know how the hell it's going to happen. I just hope there's some success on the ground and they ugly the game up. Yeah, yeah. If it's Saquon's, if Saquon breaks out for like 140 yards, or whatever, and scores twice, it could be, it could be, you know, the classic Chargers 16-14 finish with someone's kicking a field goal at the end. You never know. Yeah, but that's 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 my second. I, I had um, right. I had Giants and Bucks. That was your third, right? Because you had Bengals, Chargers, yep. and Bucks. I'm going to get you a disgusting-ass game, dude. Um, on CBS Sports, um, I'm getting Falcons plus three and a half on the road yeah. at Carolina. Both these teams are so bad. Like, vomit. Yeah. Yeah. So, I'm taking the Falcons catching more than a field goal. Like, it to me, it's Cam Newton and the Panthers offense with no CMC. Like, Hubbard. Yes. Laying more than a laying more than a field goal, so I'm taking that angle there. Like, dude, I 
even though the Falcons defense is bad, like all you have to do is stop Hubbard here a little bit, limit him. Newton, I don't see like dicing him up, even though I, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Even though like the Falcons pass catchers have been limited too, you have Russell Gage out there. So I don't know, man. It, it's so disgusting. So <laughs> it's horrible. I just hated watching the Panthers play last week. It was bad. Uh, the Falcons, like their defense is adequate. Their offense doesn't give them a whole lot of time to be away from the ball because they got, I mean, Cordell Patterson's running the ball. Mm-hmm. 80, 84 out of the backfield. <laughs> yeah. They're not going to possess a, This is going to be a game where both teams have 28 and 32 minutes of possession and someone's going to win by like six points at the in the fourth quarter it's going to be decided it's not going to be a runaway with it but i also do like the falcons plus two and a half that's one of my five two mm-hmm. i do like them winning a close game probably like 2017 or something like that it's fair like the one thing i said i would say on this game is um the one thing i might take is a first half under of 20 because matt rule has been out in press conferences saying we just want to pound the ball. Yeah. So if you want to just pound the ball, like, I just see, like, it's like a first half thing. Like, if the game, I don't know, weird shit can happen in the second half to me is what I feel like. And with a total being at 40 and a half, that's super low. That's super, super low. Um, so I feel more comfortable with a first half angle there um, with them just trying to pound it. And if, like, you don't bust off some big ones right away with Hubbard and you're just trying to pound it. It's like, we want to establish this run game, whatever. That's sort of my angle, I suppose. Plus the Panthers defense is no slouch either. That's what I feel like. I think so too. I'm not going to get gashed over the top. It really does feel like an under. Perfect. So that's three for me, three for four for you, right? Cause we are in agreement on that. So yeah, yeah. I'll get into um, my fourth here. Um, I'm doing Saints minus five and a half here. Uh, I'm laying five and a half points on the rope with a Taysom Hill that has an injured finger. Disgusting. Uh, the reason why I guess I can get behind this is like the Jets are pretty much an auto fade for me. Uh, the Saints have a really good defense, so I feel like you can just it's Zach Wilson, dude. Like this New Orleans defense, like single handedly won them the game against Tom Brady. Uh, so, you know, just go out and shut down Zach Wilson. And um, the Jets' defense has been very bad against the run. Kamara's back, um, maybe with an injured finger. Now you can see Taysom Hill start running. The reason, like, last week the Saints lost and, like, Taysom Hill had to air the ball out because they got behind. I don't see them falling behind this game. So you can just sort of, like, control the game from the get-go, not have to throw the ball and air it out with Hill here. Just use Kamara and Hill on the ground majority of the time instead of trying to throw it to like Will Jordan Humphrey and Callaway and dudes like that because the receiving core is just garbage. So that's why I'm on the Saints minus five and a half. I don't feel comfortable doing it, but I'm doing it. Oh, you make that sound delightful. The way you laid that out sounds great. I got Jets plus five and a half, not in my five pack, (laughs) it's just on my card right now. You're making me rethink it. I do have the over 43. Do you like the over in that game? Do you have it at 43? See, I'm not much of a totals guy. I kind of like 
did totals tie. Come on. That totals tie did come out like he peaked it. He he had poked his head a little bit. Came out of the shell of the turtle, I guess you could say, like weeks thirteen and eleven for college football, and had some success there, but never been one for total. Bucks are tiny. <laughs> bucks, yeah, bucks are tiny. Jesus fucking Christ. Um, but yeah, that game forty-three, huh, dude? Yeah. No, I, I would lean under. Just lean under there for me. I don't know why. They're just disgusting. I agree. I agree. The Saints defense, for me, for like the first six weeks of the year, I was all over Saints defense and betting the opposition on unders. But I've kind of I've kind of leaned against that. Now. And suddenly I think Zach Wilson slash James Johnson or whoever the hell they trot out of quarterback is just going to score 20 even points. I don't know. <laughs> I'm losing it. Dude, I don't even know. Like, I guess, well, I might actually dabble with Elijah Moore in DFS. That's the only thing I can name on the Jets. Like, Ooh. I don't know the running back at all. I love, well, they got Tevin Coleman out there right now. I, <laughs> I, I love Elijah Moore. Elijah Moore is a stud. He's really good. Yeah. No, I guess, also, if you like an over, I guess you could. You could talk yourself into like a defensive score here because Wilson has been known to throw picks. Like you could talk yourself into like a pick yeah. six or like a Saints get pressure on Wilson because that also been an issue for the Jets with the offensive line um, type thing that you know the strip sack for six or like they get backed up in their own territory. You get good field position for the Saints and then the Jets run defense just can't hold Kamara and Hill. But yeah, that's my yeah. angle on the total there. Um, so that was my fourth. Um, do you have your five? I think you're on your fifth, right? I got one more. Yes. All right. Hit me with it. Oh man. It's a sad one to hit you with. I don't feel like hitting you with it, but I'm going to do it anyway. It's Rams. Rams. I have the Cardinals. Rams skidding. Cardinals soaring into the atmosphere. Rams plus two and a half. Vegas suggests, I mean, home field's worth three points, right? Is that the case? Is that what they say? Yes, that's that's sort of what they say. People like to have different uh, points for different home fields. Like, yeah, you'd say. The like red three. zone? We're going to the red zone and we're, getting, we're catching two and a half? All right, so neutral field, Rams would yes. be like one point favorite. Pick them. Pick them mm-hmm. like, uh, like juicy up. Juice, juice their way. Uh, that's not how I rationalize this. I thought the Rams had been bad the last few weeks. I like the Cardinals just... The Cardinals have a great record. They do. Mm-hmm. They got a couple of good wins. But I really don't think as much about the Cardinals as most people do. And Rams get right. Take one. Take one on the road. This is, see, I was, le- I was debating on putting the Rams there. Just for the reason, like, you said, like, it's just hard for me to trust the Cardinals, even though we, ha- like, I have them at three. And we have them at three, like, people probably would think, I'm partnering because I'm saying, people would think, like, maybe these people deserve number one, but we they just don't get that respect from us. It's just, like, Fuck a lack three. of trust there. I don't know why. I just don't trust them as much. And yeah, I know you also had the Rams on the podcast. We, we drafted uh, win totals there, and I was... Kind of throwing some skepticism there, and Stafford has shown like, yeah, 
like you stab him. skepticism kind of correct there, but I still would lean the Rams in this game, which is crazy. It's not, I don't know. Even though the Rams, it's sort of a contrarian pick to me, kind of, right? It's a contrarian angle, I feel like, there. So, yeah, I would agree there with you on the Rams as well. But I'm not, that's not my five. It's not my five. But I would lean Rams for what it's worth. Um, my fifth is something that I hope doesn't happen. Packers fan and all here. Oh, no. But I'm picking the Bears plus 12 and a half. Um, I just think this is too many points. You know, even though Rodgers owns the Bears, uh, I just think 12 and a half, too many points. Bears, like, for the sake of my bet, it's just like, show some fight in a divisional game, man. Like, one time for me. Divisional game, 12 and a half. It's sort of a contrarian pick, too. Um, the Bears look dead. They are pretty much dead. Uh, but, like, dude, don't you feel like you kind of want to come out after Rodgers was in your end zone saying, I own you, I still own you type angle, even though, like, I don't know what that means, shit. Fields is quarterbacking again, um, I think, right? He was ruled quarterback, but it, I have nothing. Yep. The Packers should roll here. If they don't, that's bad. Uh, if they don't win, that's bad. Rolling, whatever, that's probably two touchdowns. Keep it within two touchdowns. I guess Bears, that's what I'm hoping happens for my picks. As a fan of the Packers, I hope they just get their shit blown off. The Bears do, but that's my five. So I'm going to recap my five here. Falcons plus three and a half. Saints minus five and a half. Giants plus ten and a half. Buccaneers minus three and a half. And Bears plus twelve and a half. So um, I'm on four dogs. No, sorry. Three dogs here and two favorites. All right, Hackers, and I'm on uh, Falcons, as is Ty. I got Bucks minus three and a half, as does Ty. Bengals plus one and a half. Chargers minus nine. And Rams plus two and a half. And probably a whole new nose to come, but you're going to have to check into at Mad Max Dart Me for that, because that is TBD as of now. Game time decision. GTD. Yes, that, that's that, that's what we do. We do we do a lot of game time decisions. We do a lot of game time decisions. We we get the card out like I get the card out sometimes at like eleven fifty nine, or before I get it out at noon. The game's already kicked off. You can't put the bet in, but that's how we kind of get the card filtered into the into the chat, and that's what happens. But um, I don't really have anything else here, Mad Max. Do you have any closing thoughts? Uh, no, 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 I got nothing other than 351. If you don't know, you won't know. And at the time you're hearing this, you got at very most 23 hours to get in the giveaway. Still plenty of time. I mean, if you listen to this Sunday before goddamn 10 p.m., if you turn this baby on Sunday before the Packer game, you're going to know about the 351. And if you don't, maybe it's best that you don't anyway. But we're giving away $351 tomorrow. At the conclusion of the Green Bay Packer football game, we will not start a minute before the end of that. And, yeah, you never know. You got to get in the drawing to win the raffle. That's what they say, right, Ty? That's absolutely right. That's absolutely right. At Jeremy, too, on Twitter. Um, can I go Can I go three in a row? Three, three in a row winning weeks. I'm trying yeah. to do that. Rhino might be submitting a theme teaser to us too. I'll try to get that out on Twitter as well. But um, yeah, let's just Mad Max. Let's have another week. Let's have another week. I'm trying to get three in a row. Let's uh, continue your winning ways and let's get it. Have a sun. Having it.
Peace out, Hacker Nation. Hacking it.